Welcome to the Elder Law Growth Podcast. Nobody should pass away without a solid plan in place, and everyone should be able to age with dignity. That is why we are on a mission to help elder law and estate planning firms grow their practices online so that they can create a lasting legacy for families everywhere. Hello, everyone. Welcome into this week's episode of the Elder Law Growth Podcast. As always, my name is Dan Hafner. I'm your host. I am very, very excited for uh, the guest I'm bringing on today to introduce all of you to. Um, she is the wife of the founder, uh, Jim Blake, and her name is Andrea Blake. She is She has been working with elder law and estate planning attorneys for approximately the past six years. Um, started all the way back with elder counsel, and she is our director of operations, um, and she is our website specialist. So today we're going to talk a lot about, this is actually going to be an episode focused on website stuff exclusively. You know, we're going to talk, well, let's just get into it. I'll, 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 let, I'll let Andrea talk about it. So uh, welcome to the show, Andrea. Sounds good. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I guess in, in addition to that awesome intro, um, tell us a little bit about you, a little bit about your background and, and you know, and go from there. Sure. So, uh, as you said, I uh, worked with elder counsel for a few years. That's how I got my start into elder law. Uh, then I transferred over into more of the estate planning side. I worked with the uh, Heckerling Institute for a while. And uh, now I'm with Bambiz that uh, my husband started the company. And my focus really is trying to help elder law and estate planning attorneys grow their practices, you know, through using um, smart types of marketing and really through clarifying their messages so that they can find their ideal potential client and really speak to that person about how they can help them. This is really an underserved area. A lot of people don't know what elder law is. And so I'm hoping that we can help change that. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that with the, the you know, the the story aspect of that. We had an episode about that previously. And I, I really just kind of want to underscore that, right? Like there's there's so many different businesses, especially probably in this type of, you know, niche, whatever you want to call it, that kind of like just ignore that, right? Do you, mm -hmm. do you see that pretty often? Absolutely. Yes. I'm The main thing I notice is, you know, people treat their websites or their, you know, marketing materials like it's just a business card that you're handing someone and it's not a business card. Um, somebody should be able to go on, I'm using website as an example, since you know most of our business we do now is online. Um, somebody should be able to go on your website and in five seconds, they should be able to know exactly what you do, even if they have no clue who you are. And beyond that, why it matters to them. So don't just say, we do elder law. Okay. That's wonderful. But like, why does that matter to me? Like I've never heard of elder law. What is that? We use something when we design a website, it's called the grunt test. This is actually Donald Miller created this, which he's the um, founder of story brand. And so basically if a caveman went on your website and was like, what can you do? You should be able to answer that in a way that a caveman could understand. So super simple language. So I know that's easy to say. It's a lot harder to actually put into practice. So when we built our demo website, or you can even go on our Bambas website, we do the same, you know, we try to practice what we preach. But so for an elder law attorney, you know, if someone goes on your website right at the top, like you need a huge tagline. So for our demo website, we created, it's helping seniors protect and preserve their legacy. 
So we don't say anything about elder law. We don't necessarily even say that we're lawyers, but we're protecting and preserving your legacy. We're working with seniors. And that type of messaging is what you need to be clear about not only what you do, but exactly who you're working with and how you can help them. And then, you know, beyond that, if you need further clarification, because sometimes it's hard to fit, you know, all of everything you do in a headline. So, you know, below that, we have a kind of a subtitle, your golden years should be a time of rest, relaxation, and making new memories with loved ones. And then the kind of last piece of this, of of how you get people to not only understand what you do, but they need to also understand how to buy. That's what Donald Miller calls it, you know, how to buy. But like for this, it's not like someone's just gonna go on and buy a $10,000 state plan right off the bat, right? So we're not just selling like a widget. So it's what's the next step? So with that, it's typically a consultation, you know, scheduling a call, consultation. Maybe it's subscribing to an email list. Maybe it's downloading a lead magnet type of resource. You know, um, you have to kind of decide what do you want the next step to be and then make that clear. Like that should be a call to action at the very top of your website. Click here to do, you know, X, Y, Z. Click here to schedule a call with us. Click here to learn more about how we can help you. I like to soften it. So things like how, you know, click here to learn how we can help you is a nice one because it's not so salesy, but you have about five seconds when someone lands on your website to answer those questions, you know, what do you do? Why does it matter to me? How's it going to make my life better? And how can I buy it? Or what, you know, what do you need me to do next if I'm interested? So that's yeah. the I thing mean, there, we see people missing the boat on a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so there's a couple threads in there I kind of wanted to hit on too, because um, the last piece you said there was you have like five seconds, right? And it's, yeah. it's crazy to think that it's like, okay, well, we're targeting, you know, with, with an elder law and estate planning website, you're targeting people who are older that are, you know, a little more advanced years. So do they really have that short of an attention span? Yes. That's yeah. That, that, that's <laughs> Maybe what you people... get seven. Yeah. The, the range honestly is actually from three to seven seconds. So I say five because it's a happy medium. So you're probably right. So, so you know, maybe a millennial is more like three and, and a senior is more like seven. But yeah, yeah, five seconds is the sweet spot you need to aim for, for sure. Yeah, incredible. Mm -hmm. So so I guess, and you kind of hit on a, a few of these as we go, but I think like it'd be, it'd be good to kind of list these out. So in addition to some of those, like, you know, lacking a call to action, um, you know, not really having the, you know, hey, or being more generic, like, hey, we just do elder law. What are some of the other like most common problems that you see with elder law and estate planning websites today? I would say the number one problem is the person who wrote the website. So we'll say it's the attorney, okay? They talk about themselves and people don't care about you. You know, everyone in, we're all selfish, right? That's just human nature. We are, you know, we have a, a survival instinct and we are looking for things that will improve our lives and make us better. And so um, when I log on a website and someone's you know, talking about where they went to school and their qualifications and, and all these things, like that's great, but I don't really understand how that's gonna benefit me in my life and how you're gonna help me solve my problem. So it needs to be always, a good website is about the viewer. It's not about the writer. 
it should always be about the person viewing the website and what their problem is and how you're gonna help them solve it. So that's the number one thing I see. Mm, yeah, I mean, that's that's incredible too. Cause, um, and I, I mean, I even take a look at some of some of the different websites out there and there's, so there's people that, you know, there's firms, there's, there's whoever that have just like up to date, like great websites. But like you said, they're, they're very kind of self-focused or kind of mm -hmm. lack clear calls to action. And I'm, this might not be your firm, you know, you might, you guys might be crushing it. Right. But there, <laughs> oh, there also yeah. are those who have just super old, like clearly outdated old websites, which is, is really discouraging. Right. Because I mean, mm -hmm. like it's, it can't, it's not all that expensive or time consuming to make a new website. Is it? It's not, no, it's a, a fairly um, quick process. I think the investment is, is nominal compared to, you know, the amount of time it takes, you know, from a design perspective to put it together. And right. I mean, I do see people making the mistake a lot of hiring someone that doesn't necessarily know, you know, elder law or estate planning, or maybe doesn't even work with lawyers. And again, we're not selling widgets. You're selling, you know, a $10,000 state plan or whatever it is. And so to hire someone that, you know, builds websites to sell widgets is a completely different process that you need to take people through than someone that's, you know, first they need to understand how you can help them. And then you kind of want to take them on a journey to, you know, warm them up to you and how you can help them and what you do. And then let's boom, let's get them to schedule that consultation. Or, I mean, I prefer with website visitors, you know, these can, some of these people are just kind of looky-loos. So don't waste your time. Don't like have a schedule a two hour call with me button on your website. It should be very short, you know, 15 minutes. Let's pre-screen them. I prefer the attorney not even do those calls. I prefer someone in your office and then let's pre-screen them, see if they're even qualified. And then, you know, from there, kind of get them into your process and your funnel of, you know, what steps you walk through next to, to convert these folks. No, I'm, I'm glad you, I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause man, I remember when I first went down the marketing path and the sales path, like there was, um, there was this expectation. You see all these, you know, maybe you follow different marketers or businesses or salespeople online. And they, they talk about, you know, selling these high ticket things like, like that, like a 5,000, $10,000 mm -hmm. thing. And you're like, holy crap, I can just have that on a website and like somebody will <laughs> buy that without, like it, it's too good to be true, right? right? And there's a reason for that because it doesn't happen. Like the normal doesn't. person doesn't just do that. So I really like what you said about like, you know, it, it's all about the next step. That's all your real, that's all your website right. should do, right? It should, right. And you should have, you know, some sort of drawn out process. You know, marketers usually call it a funnel. I mean, you don't have to use that term, but it's just, you need like to create a really simple like process of boxes. Okay, land on website, book call is step one, you know, uh, paralegal calls him or secretary or whoever from your office, you know, does the call, um, convinces them to book a full-on consultation, you know, attorney or whoever does the consultation and then sell the plan. Okay, so maybe it's like a five-step process, you know, from A to Z. So that's the one thing I feel like people also miss the boat on, you know, when you're talking about problems with websites, I don't think people necessarily have a clear end goal in mind. So from, you know, day one, when we develop a website for you, 
we will talk about what's your end goal. So typically for a website, it is gonna be, let's get people to schedule an initial, you know, short call, something like that. But beyond that, then now that that's in your office, okay, what's your end goal in the process that you have in your actual office to get the sale? So keeping the goal at the forefront is super, super important. Well, that, I'm glad you brought that up too, because that so a, a, a very common thing I see a lot too is that there's multiple calls to action, right? There's, <laughs> it's almost like a busy, quote unquote, busy website, right? And and, and it's mm-hmm. not just estate planning out a lot. Like this, there's websites like this all over the internet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's hey, schedule a consultation, or download this ebook, or you know, attend this webinar, or buy this T-shirt, or or, or all, whatever it might be, right? So what what do you say to that you know concept of having too busy of a website? Yeah, I think there's there's a happy medium. So I. I'm not a huge fan of like all these pop-ups, like these chat boxes and your, you know, all these things that pop up. I don't like that stuff. I think it's taking away from your message, but I do think having strategically placed, you know, we call them lead magnets. So that would be a way to collect someone's contact information in exchange for a resource. So I think having a few of those strategically placed is great because some people might not book the call. Maybe they're not ready. No matter how much you put buttons on, hey, here's the next step, book a call. Some people might not be ready. But if they see on there a guide, you know, five red flags to look for in a nursing home, enter your email address below. Some That's a little, you know, friction is really what you have to think about. Like what's low friction and what's high friction. So something like putting in your email address to download a guide is what I would call low friction. Somebody's probably willing to do that. And guess what? Now you have their contact information. Now you can put them on your e-newsletter list. Now you can follow up with them. So that's a low friction. Booking a call, you know, having like a system in place where you have some kind of plug-in, they can book a call. You know, that could be like a medium friction where you're going to get some people to do it. Some people might think, man, I'm not quite ready for that. So, um, you know, having something like a contact us form with like 17 different questions about what are your planning needs, that's high friction. Like no one's going to fill out some super long form on your website about every single problem they have. It's just, it's just not going to happen. So think about that too. You know, when you're buying something like, or you're on a website, what kind of things get you to put in your information and what kind of things make you click off? And it's the same thing your potential clients are doing. Yeah. And, and, you know, I used to feel bad about it, but th- there's nothing wrong with going and looking at other websites, looking at your competitors' mm-hmm. websites and, and just perusing, you know, even if it's from your phone um, or if you're, you're really paranoid about them, you know, coming back and seeing who visited their website, you can go <laughs> on your wife's phone or your kid's phone or your neighbor, you know, or, or laptop or whatever, but yeah. nothing wrong with doing that and seeing like, okay, I really like how they're, little contact button looks and maybe we mm-hmm. could change that or maybe we could and it's in like like you said there's really multiple threads right so there's hey if they book a con if they book a consultation what's the process what's the strategic process they're now entering or if they hey if they download mm-hmm. the lead magnet what's the strategic process they're now entering so i like that a lot so so we've talked a lot about you know all these different things so if what would be like and I, I don't want to put a number on you or anything like this, but you know, like if there were some quick hitters, some, you know, I don't want to say easy changes. Cause obviously like some people do their own website backend stuff. Some people have some, you know, hired out, but if there were some, some really easy, quick 
common changes to make to an elder law and estate planning website like today, what would you recommend? So I would say the grunt test that we talked about in the beginning, and that's yeah, certainly see. something you can search online, Donald Miller grunt test, but it's basically if someone that knows nothing about you landed on your website, could they answer the question, what do you do and how you can help me within those first few seconds? So just making that super clear from the beginning, what do you do and how you can help and in a way that is, you know, again, tailored to the person that's reading your website. So when someone comes into your office, all, you know, all your potential clients, what do they say when they're calling you up for services? Are they like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. I have someone going in a nursing home. Great. That's a pain point. Speak to that. Like the top of your website, are you worried about how to pay for nursing homes? That's what we do. We can help you. Like it needs to be very simple, clear language, just like that. Um, and then the next thing is, I see a lot of websites that have just bad structure. Some of this is design, you know, some of this is like the internet's come a long, long, long way since, you know, websites first started back with GeoCities in the 1990s, you know. Websites need structure. The way you read a book is the way people read a website. You know, it's left to right, top to bottom. So don't just jumble things up, as you said, don't have so many calls to action where it's confusing. Keep it very clear and, you know, use a lot of white space, use minimal text and relevant images that speak to your potential client. So their eyeballs go on the page where you want them to go and only there. So gotcha. that's no, gotta be my main things. Just keep it simple. You know, just keep it simple. That's, yeah, that's really it. Yeah. I like that. So, and, and we actually have a, a downloadable um, template, right? For that. We do. Yes, uh, we do. So we have a free website blueprint template. That's actually going to outline everything you need on your website and the order that it should be placed in. So it's on our website, bambiz.net under resources. You'll see there's a drop down there. It's called the website blueprint template. So feel free to go in there, download that. And that is a great way to get started. Yeah, I was going to ask you the um, where, where to go to find that. So I'll include the link mm -hmm. for you guys in the show notes. Um, and like she said, it'll, it'll, it'll take you right to that on our page. Because that's we've gotten great feedback about that. That has actually really changed um, a lot of, a lot of firms, um, you know, structures and in, in the success they've seen with their website. So, all right, great. Well, usually I ask where to go to find out more, but you kind of already gave that to <laughs> us. <laughs> um, so is there anything else you'd like to close yeah. with today, Andrea? No, no, feel free to check out our website. If you want to get, you know, kind of ideas about how to simplify your messaging. Um, we have a demo elder law website as well, which Dan, you can include that in the notes. So if you're specifically yeah. looking for ideas of how to format a lawyer website, that will be a great place to look around. Feel free to, you know, don't steal all of our ideas, but feel free to take notes and, and um, copy some ideas. And we'd love to chat more if you're interested. Yeah, absolutely. So we will definitely include both of those resources for you guys in the show notes. So, all right. Well, thank you very much, Andrea. Yeah. I appreciate it. I was, I'm glad I had you on okay. here because I, I saw that I wanted to do, you know, an episode on websites and such. And then I was like, <laughs> I think Andrea would give us a lot more better content and, and value than, than just me going on about it. So, 
Um, well, so thank, thank you, you very much. Appreciate I appreciate it. it. <laughs> Thanks right. so well, much. That's, that is all we have for you guys this week on the Elder Law Growth Podcast. I hope you got some value out of this. I know that there's there's a million different you know places that you can host your website or ways you can do it. And it can all be overwhelming and confusing. Um, but the thing to remember, just like kind of what Andrew said was, you know, keep it simple. There should be structure. There should be story. There should be relevancy to it. And you'll be fine. So um, again, we'll um, include the links to the sample website and the resource download where you can kind of, uh, for lack of a better term, you can kind of hack, you know, the, the, the right structure that we've seen work well. So um, you guys go ahead and click on that. As always, we appreciate any... Um, subscribes and shares of the elder law growth podcast um i do have a cool announcement for you guys but i'm going to release that next week so i'm going to give you a little bit of a teaser for that one so um yeah <laughs> it's going to be really really cool so i'm excited for that well that is all we got for you guys today thank you andrea thank you everyone and we will talk to you next week <laughs>